hello, hello, and welcome to PS10 Radio. I am your host, Angelon, and today is an episode of Parent to Parent. Welcome again to Parent to Parent. I read a book called The Pampered Prince by C. Lynn Williams. It is basically talking about the relationship between mothers and sons. She touched on so many key points throughout this book, but today I wanted to narrow it down to a statement that she made in the book because it really hit home for me. She stated, and I have heard this before, I'm not sure where, but I've heard it before, but she stated that we raise our daughters and we love our sons. However, when I first read this statement, I wasn't quite sure what it meant. And I was like, oh, I hope I can get that um, more of an explanation, a breakdown from her. And as I read on, I kind of got a gist of what she's saying. So with that being said, I look at it because I have a daughter and a son. I look at it as it can go both ways, not just in with sons, but also with daughters too, so children in general. With that being said, I feel like this is a very important statement because it causes you as a parent to really check yourself and and look at, am I raising all of my kids or am I loving on them so much that I'm trying to protect them and shelter shelter them from things and taking over and directing and telling them what to do instead of them developing their own choices and really having trust in the foundation that you have taught them as a young person and the values and the morals that you instill, the common sense of right from wrong. You just hope that you've instilled that enough in your kids that no matter what they conquer or what they run into as an obstacle or what adversities they have, that they can go back to those foundations. And this is, again, my own interpretation of it uh, because I have not spoke further with anyone else about it, but that statement just holds parents more accountable to really look at, are we raising our kids? The idea is when we raise our kids, we are teaching them responsibilities such as doing chores and making sure they take care of their belongings or that they do their homework after school or that they manage their time, holding them accountable for doing those things, showing them by modeling how you take care of things, how you clean up or how you manage your time or how you cope with things, allowing natural consequences such as if you forget your lunch at home, I'm not going to leave my job and run across town to go home, get it, pick it up and take, bring it to you. You're going to have to do something else. You're going to have to eat the peanut butter and jelly sandwich they offer you. You're going to have to communicate with the teachers and let them know that what you need, following through with consequences as well and allowing our kids to develop their own critical thinking and figure out what choices they can make 
And this is all, of course, once you taught them these things. So we raise them in order to be able to do these things. So when it hit home for me is the fact that my son will be turning 17 years old soon. And although I can't wait for him to show the world all of his talents and intelligence, I know that he is not really ready to be a young adult functioning on his own independently in the world because I know that I have done some things that have sheltered him. Like I try to protect him from certain things, try to intervene when I see natural consequences about to happen or just avoid things, certain situations altogether to be like, oh, he doesn't understand that or he doesn't know that or I don't think he's ready for that. So I try to keep him from doing certain things. And actually that has impaired him as a young adult. And so I'm really checking myself here. So I don't have a problem with that. I just want us all to be aware of that because I do believe that statement holds vastly true for a vast majority of us. And at the same time, I want my son to to be an older brother, to be a good example for a sister. But I do feel like I'm making sure that she's watching me and do it the way I'm doing it. And when we go in these situations, this is my thought of how you can handle it. And I feel like I'm engaging her more and being more prepared to do things on her own than I did with him. With him, I kind of just kind of figured maybe to just being the own the single parent household. I just kind of figured you'll see that I've got this all together. I'm doing this and you'll want to do this where really I hope that because she, it was brought up in the Pampered Prince book that when you do those things, especially as a single mother, when you do things like that and kind of love on your boys to the fact that you, to the point that you are not teaching them, they begin they develop into men that end up relying on someone else to take care of things for them. They're not responsible as a, an adult. They're not accountable as an adult. They may even get into relationships with people who they feel like need to be motherly to them and take care of them and pamper them. So I really appreciated the pamper pr- Pampered Prince book, although, you know, specifically referring to sons, I do think that this also sheds a light on kids in general. Are we raising our kids or are we just loving on them? Nothing's wrong with loving on them, but we need to do both. So I believe that is why the phrase tough love comes into play, because at some point we have to love our kids so that we can let our kids grow up That means we have to teach them so that they can learn how to manage their own time and they can learn how to deal with their own disappointments and their own trials that they end up going through. They're coping with their adversities. Learn how to repair mistakes. They need to learn how to apologize and not feel bad about it. And learn how to accept responsibility when you say you're going to do something. Follow through and learn to be accountable and learn how to speak up for yourself. It doesn't always have to be a fight or someone does not always have to stand up for you. Stand up for yourself and this is how you do it. So 
that would require for us to allow them to be put in situations where they have to do that. And then we can process it together. Yes, a lot of that is going to be natural consequences. Yes, a lot of that is going to hurt us watching our kids hurt. But I think it's necessary. I don't think that it's cool. And I do think that a lot of parents are doing this, especially in the, the gen, this generation, we allowing our kids to think, oh, yes, I'll pay your cell phone and I'm going to make sure you get a car and I'm going to pay for your driver's training and I'm going to make sure you get all the clothes you want and I'm going to put money in your account all the time. But we don't hold them to any kind of responsibility to get that, to earn that. We just give it to them. But then once they become an adult, it's scary out there for them because what? I got to pay this hundred something dollar phone bill. Oh, I have to get my license and do whatever it may take for me to get a job. And I have to get myself to and from work on my own and all kinds of things come into play. And I don't think that we prepare our kids enough for them to do that independently, especially when I look back from my generation to the generation we are raising now. I see such a difference in how independent they want to be. I remember when I was a teenager and about to graduate high school, I couldn't wait. I wanted to be independent. I wanted to have my own car. I wanted to have a job. I was going to make sure I got there, whether it be on the bus, friend, carpool, and whatever. These kids don't think like that. Like they believe that you should drop everything, take me to work. You should drop everything, pick me up. But then when they are thinking, oh, I think that I'm going to go hang out with my friends. They don't feel like they need to be held accountable to communicate that with you and say, I won't be home until such and such time. And they kind of like are straddling the fence. So I do think that once we know better, which this is knowing better, just that the information that was provided in that book and just got me thinking about parenting in general, then we can do better. And in that right, we can make sure our kids are being better. So our, you know, one of our mantras is do better, be better. I wish I would have started this earlier with my son, you know, c'est la vie, that's life. But I also, I'm also aware that from here on out, that's what I need to do. So it's better late than never. Please take a moment to see if you are only loving your children. And if so, can you make sure that you incorporate raising your children? If you're already in a place where you you are loving and raising your children, you're doing excellent. You're light years ahead of me. So bravo to you. I appreciated that the Pampered Prince brought this to my attention, and I think that it is valuable information for us to take as parents and consider when we look at our kids approaching young adulthood and when they are approaching adulthood, have we done our job? Have we raised our kids or have we just loved them? and sheltered them and protected them from everything because now they're out in the real world and we're not going to be there all the time. So that's the importance of raising our children. That's really our primary job.
to raise our children. We hope that you have enjoyed today's episode. Please join us next time for another episode of PS10 Radio. And as always, be the best you that you can be one positive step at a time. Peace.